Welcome back to Pseudo Ludo episode, what is this, 17 now? You know Murph's gone, the inmates are running the asylum, I'm Brian, and I'm joined by Nick. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about the latest news and also giving our first impressions on Ghost of Tsushima, the newest game from Sucker Punch Productions, famous for another game of deep, deep importance to me. Sly Cooper. Now, before we get started, I've prepared a little game called Sly Cooper's Ancestor or No. You know, in the, in, <laughs> in the spirit of of Ghost of Tsushima. So I have. You've, you've been hyping this up for about ten minutes now in our uh, group messages. So I, I was excited to hear what you had to say. Does, but... does that pay off or no? Yeah, abs- okay, absolutely. Good, good. I have ten people. Some of them are famed members of the Cooper clan. And some of them are not. And you're going to find out. <laughs> so I'm going to keep score. I'll list each person individually. You have to submit yes or no, and then I will re- reveal the true identity of said Cooper, because they are all Coopers, Nick, all right? No, no, oh, no funny business. Are you ready? Are you strapped in? I'm strapped. I keep that thing on me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, up first. Bradley Cooper. That is not a member of the Cooper clan. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, that is an American actor and filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> Up two, or number two. <laughs> Up next, <laughs> Connor Cooper. Mm, you know, that's vague enough that I'm not sure if it's someone famous or not. I'm going to say no, though. No, it's not? No, it's not a Cooper clan member. That is Sly Cooper's father. Murdered by the Fiendish Five and used to run jobs with the likes of Dr. M and Jim McSweeney. Nick, okay, get your shit together. So that's a no. It's going to be a learning experience for me and the audience, I'm guessing. You don't have anybody to leech off of for this one, you know, whenever we play these games. Can't wait for that loudmouth Murph to keep talking and give me an answer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Up next, Elizabeth, quote, Betty Cooper. I will say yes. Ooh, eh. can I get a Family eh. Feud buzz sound sound bite there? That is a <laughs> protagonist from Archie Comics and the hit TV series Riverdale. No, Nick, why aren't you watching more teen dramas? That's the real I question. I guess I'll have to get on, th- on that. All right, up next, Thaddeus Winslow Cooper III. I'm just going to say yes, because that sounds too specific. Interesting. You would be correct. That is a Cooper from Victorian-era London who was, quote, the most gentlemanly thief and a master of disguise. I hope you're learning a lot about oh, absolutely. this family and their lineage. Because it's, it's truly very important stuff. Okay. It's the foundation in which our country is built on. That's facts, if I've ever heard any. All right, up next, Bob Cooper. <laughs> I kind of wish you just left it at Bob. <laughs> uh, I'll say no. Ooh, that is Dang. the first, the first known <laughs> Cooper. Bob was a cave thief <laughs> from Gungathal Valley, <laughs> circa ten thousand BC. 
He stole pterodactyl eggs as food for his tribe and was the inventor of the very first cane. His special ability was being able to climb on icy surfaces, but he could not do common Cooper moves because of his enormous size. <laughs> no caveman of any species was named Bob. I'll tell you oh, that much. I can tell you there was at least one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so far you're two for five. If I'm counting correctly. I hope I'm counting wrong, and then you're gonna have to <laughs> do some retconning in the edit bay. Okay. Up next, Sir Henry Cooper. I'll say yes. Ooh. Wrong Dang. again. <laughs> that is a British heavyweight boxer. I'm learning a lot today so far. Yeah, some of these some of these are really uh grasping at straws on my end, but I had to <laughs> I had to you know, make it a little a little difficult. Can't just have slides uncommon as <laughs> one of the <laughs> Alright. So you got Sir Henry Cooper wrong. What about Henriette Cooper? I'll say yes. Correct. Is a female ancestor of Sly who sailed the seas circa 1616 AD <laughs> and stole from other pirates. Can I ask, before we finish this, where did you get all this uh, lore information from? My heart. <laughs> no, I, I, I Do you have that. a copy of the Thievius Raccoonus? Oh, yeah, of course. I'm part of it. That's, that's, the, that's the last question, me. All right, number eight. Sheldon Cooper. Um, no. That is correct. That is the protagonist of the hit TV sitcom, The Big Bang Theory. Quote unquote hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hit for me or you, but it was a hit. That's that's not really uh debatable. Man. You know, that's that's our that's our TV show and movie cast. We talk about that stuff but do we not today do we have that <laughs> maybe maybe soon enough all right so you're starting to kind of uh narrow the gap here you got three right and four wrong so you know you're not might be able to thread the needle with these last two number nine t cooper just the letter t Ooh, i'm gonna go with yes yes it is yes wrong it is an American novelist, nonfiction writer, television writer, and journalist, of which I'm not, I'm not familiar with it, with his work. Okay, last one. Are you prepared? Are you confident? Are you confident? Yes. Special Agent Dale Cooper. The special agent really throws you off here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no. That is correct. That is the protagonist Woo! of the cult TV drama Twin Peaks and lover of coffee. That is a damn fine cup of coffee. All right, so I think you might have gone five for five here. One, two, three, four. Yeah, there you go. You got half right. Wow, betting 500. That gets you in the Hall of Fame. Would you have uh, guessed Sly to Common, right? Or... Nah. Hmm. I thought Bradley Cooper was going to throw you off. You know, hearing him first, I thought that was going to be much easier than it was. <laughs> that, was that was the... That was my, my plan. The shtick. Yeah, I, I almost put Slats and Comet after two to really secure the bag, but... Alright, well, thanks for joining me on um, that. Uh, Maybe that I can enjoyable. do it again and, and show Murph who's boss. Okay, what have you been playing, Nick? 
other than our main topic game, Ghost of Tsushima, I've been playing Overwatch again with Tim. The last time I played was Season 18, and I think before that it was Season 11. But now they're on Season 23, so it kind of is interesting how fast the time flies in that game. But Tim and I, you know, no warm-ups, no studying of the meta, hopped right back into comp, did our placement matches, got placed in, in bronze. I've always been a mid-to-high gold player, so bronze kind of hurt the ego a little bit. But uh, quickly climbed out of bronze, I'm back in silver now. So, but Tim is still in bronze because he's got like 300 less SR than I do. Out of all those words, the only thing that I understood and registered as English language was Tim. But... Uh, I'll put it in simpler term. Overwatch good, Tim bad, Nick a little bit better. Okay. Bob Cooper approved. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else says that in Ghost of Tsushima? Nope, that's it. Yeah, I've mainly been playing Ghost, which we'll get into later. And like I said, I was doing some sucker punch tributing before I started Ghost playing Sly 3. Uh, I got a platinum at, at some point because I didn't finish it in time for Ghost, but I'll go back to I keep to forgetting. Do you, do you have one and two done so far? Yeah, Plats? I have three okay. and four that I need to do, but the PS Now thing really kind of puts a timeline on it because I don't want to paid for too long you know yeah but i also want to keep playing ghost so i'm gonna keep doing that for at least the time being i'll I'll at least beat the story of ghost i don't think i'll platinum at first i think i'll beat it take a step back platinum some other stuff get a leg up on murph the contest because you know we're at war he's sneaky man yeah he's gonna win 100 percent but you talk a big game and i'm get i get confident when i listen to you but then you know that kid i don't know he doesn't sleep He's beyond space. No, he, and time. he will win for sure, but I'll, I'll go down fighting. You know, there's like, it's just not happening. If you look at the proportional amount of time he's awake versus me, <laughs> he just had <laughs> right there as an advantage. All right. I wasn't supposed to tell you this, but he's not on today because he's actually just platting games. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And I'd, you know, <laughs> at, at some point, you can't, you can't knock the hustle. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the news. Not particularly significant stories going on this week but you know there's stuff to talk about well except there is one piece that's probably the biggest (laughs) the biggest piece of news that has ever come across the pseudo ludo feed that's probably we'll get to we'll get to that though all right first up jeff Keeley did part of his summer games fest a hands-on with the dual sense controller which is a very strange thing i watched it like just in this environment that that's like a thing that he's just talking about a controller because it's like innately something you need to feel you can't really get a lot out of somebody showing it to you on a camera but he talked about it a little bit also showed off some uh ps5 gameplay for astrobot which looks pretty cool i mean it's it comes packed in with ps5 it's probably more of a demo gimmicky thing than anything but it's cool to see Astrobot getting some love. I know that the the VR game, the Astrobot VR game, is supposed to be excellent. I have not played it because I don't have a VR, but I like these kind of mascot games and platformers getting some love. Uh, he also did an interview with the PlayStation head of marketing and just kind of general stuff, more of the same hyping up the PlayStation. They did say that pre-orders will not come out of nowhere. They will give notice for pre-orders, so don't expect all of a sudden everything just be sold out um other than that 
nothing really of note. We're getting closer and closer to next gen, but it's a slow journey. I need to see the price of this thing, Bry, because we all need to make a decision on whether we're getting the digital only or the disc disc drive console. Yeah, I'm really every I feel like every other day I'm like different on it. Depends on the price. If it's a hundred or more, then yeah. But if it's like fifty, I, I don't I feel know. like I'll probably just get the disc because I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, I guess it's the, nice you know, to that, have that the old option. saying. But I do like the as I get older, as like as much as I like physical media being like kind of not in a permanent place. You know, I don't own a house. I'm kind of moving around. Only been out of college for two years, so it's not really like easy to just have as many games as I do in physical cases just to pack up and move whenever I have to go places. So it'd be kind of nice to just have everything in one box. But at the same time, that the option is, you know, nice. Yeah, I don't want to be limited. I yeah. I think the and last... movies, I buy Blu-ray movies. The last physical game I, got, I bought was Death Stranding. And before Soon, that I think. was Dark Souls 3 and Ratchet and & Clank, I think. Holy shit, really? That's a yeah, huge I, I like Maybe an NHL on there. But I don't buy physical games. But I don't. I feel like if I don't have the option, I'd be upset. So. Yeah, I feel like I want the option. But I also kind of want to pivot away from... Like, I have so many PS4 games in general, but physically I have far too many. Especially because some of them end up being double-dipped with the PS Plus and stuff. You know, decisions, yeah. decisions. Speaking of the PlayStation 5... Insomniac has revealed that Spider-Man Miles Morales will have a 4K 60 frames per second performance mode, which is very exciting news. Um, it will be interesting to see if this type of initiative will carry over down the line, or if it's just kind of an upfront technical show-off. Regardless, it'll be very, very fun and satisfying to be able to play this game in a performance mode such as that. What do you think about this? This makes me feel good because I just bought a four, new 4K TV, so this kind of justifies that purchase in my mind, at least for the time being. E- even just, I have a base PS4, so playing the 2018 Spider-Man, that TV makes it look way better, obviously. Yeah. So, a a game that's built to run on that kind of hardware will be uh, a sight to see. Did you play any more of that, by the way? No, I stopped when I was in the MJ mission. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> There better not be any auto, auto fail stealth missions in Miles Morales, even though I know there will be. There probably will be. There's some. In, there's some to, in Ghost. I can't wait to do that in 60 FPS. Yeah, 60 FPS in particular, I think, is very exciting for a new game. Just, yeah, I'm sure that all the PC guys know about the life, but I don't. I only know about it for remasters, and it's really nice when I get to play the games at that high of a frame rate. But hopefully, that becomes a standard. But I'll play regardless. So. You know, who cares? All right. Actually, I'm going to hop over this piece of news because we need, <laughs> we need more time for this one. So up next, Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct Mini, which was, you know, mini. <laughs> it's really not a lot yeah, was, to talk about. I, for, I forgot about that and watched it, like, right before we came on. They, had, they announced an HD remake of Shin Megami Tensei 3 and a new Shin Megami Tensei, which is the fifth installment. Not familiar with the series, but according to the Nintendo press release, which obviously is going to say this is a uh, classic series. It said it was developed by Atlas, yeah. which they are a very prolific developer, but I'm not familiar with this specific series. 
They also announced DLC for Cadence of Hyrule, which is apparently a Zelda rhythm game that exists already that I've never heard of. You've never heard of it? I've no. heard of it. I've no, I had no interest in playing Why are they doing this to Zelda, making all these like weird... Cut this out. I think it's been around for a while. No, apparently it has been. I've just never heard of it. I own a Switch, but I mean, not that I would ever buy this, but... Well, there's three DLC for that. The first one is out now. The uh, next two are going to be announced at a later date. And then I believe on October 23rd, they're releasing a copy of the game that has all three DLC in- included. Hmm. Yeah, that's a nice option, I guess. It's interesting how they've become such a DLC company when that was like never a thing for so long. Nothing really wrong about with it. It's just, it's just interesting. All about the money. Yeah, they're pretty good with it for the most part, though. And then also they showed gameplay for WWE 2K Battlegrounds and Rogue <laughs> This Company. game looks so... I'm, I'm sorry, this game looks so dumb. I didn't even... I, I'm not interested in it's, that. It's like... Do you watch it? No. The direct? No, I just remember no, it's like, the press release. It's like a cartoony version of a wrestling game, but it doesn't have... I, I don't even know how to explain it. It just didn't look good. Yeah, it's definitely not something that would be uh, on my radar, but, you know, it's worth mentioning. See what Nintendo's up to. All right, now let's get into the the meat and potatoes of this episode here, Nick. Bug Snacks has revealed the full song that everybody's been waiting for, and it's it's, re- it's really good. Bug Snacks. This is a great marketing strategy, and just forcefully making the game a meme. Like I'm gonna yeah, buy it absolutely. probably, and I was never would have like this song is this song is gonna come out on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's I don't even have a record player, and I'm considering buying the vinyl just yeah, to have it. They're they're very they're really leaning into the because I'm not sure it was intentional with the trailer and everything t- that this is the reaction it would get. I think that's well, just yeah. kind of the nature of the game. But then the reaction was like memeing it and kind of making fun of it. But I think people are genuinely pretty interested in it, and they're definitely leaning into it on the pen pending pseudo ludo rating scale i'm already big in on everything that they're doing with bug snacks yeah it seems like a great time i wonder if it will be an actual game or like a meme game because i know octodad is a meme game and like you know in the vein of goat simulator or something like that where it's just or surgeon simulator one of those well we'll have to find out i forgot to uh mention this i just remembered now thinking about the launch games i saw that at least for NHL, I don't know if it mentioned another game, but they're not going to make a copy of the game for the next gen for this year. Just like, it'll NH- only be on just like NHL? NHL 21. I don't remember if it said FIFA or Madden, but I think it said that they're only going to do... Well, I saw NHL 21 is going to be PS4 and Xbox, whatever they're on now. Xbox well, it's probably One. backwards compatible, right? I don't know. The way that... I didn't... I should have read the article because I kind of care about those, but it didn't seem good. Yeah, that's a very strange call, especially if it's not backwards compatible, but I would imagine it is. So, But there's also hundreds of millions of current-gen consoles already out in the market, so they're just going to get their buck and wait till next year probably. Yeah, but you, I'm surprised they don't want to do the double, like double dip and just be like, oh, pay five extra dollars and you can get it for PS5 too, even if it's like a marginal yeah. difference. Seems, yeah, it seems like an know. EA move to do that. Maybe they'll do that later. Who knows? All right, so the last item, which directly transitions into our main topic, Paper Mario, the Origami King, and Ghost of Tsushima have both launched. 
Um, I have not played Paper Mario. You also, I'm assuming, have not played Paper Mario. That's correct. Any intention to get no, it? No, not, af- not after what I've heard. Yeah, I've heard mixed things. I don't intend to get it anytime soon, but, you know, down the line, maybe. I have a pretty big Switch backlog, so I doubt it, but at least anytime soon. I do love the original N64 Paper Mario quite a bit, but, you know, it appears they have not maintained the quality of the series as, as well as they should have. I saw that when you, like, your everyday battles, like, the common battles don't matter at all, because I, I guess there's not, like, an experience leveling system or, like, levels at all. So, like, those battles are just time wasters. That's weird. I'm not sure. That might be how it is in the old one, but I, because that was yeah, the little one I played it. I never played those ones, but that seems like a bad system, and I would, I'm not going to waste my time doing that. Yeah, that is very odd. All right, so Ghost of Tsushima time. First, Murph would like us to say that he likes the game a lot. Now that we got his trash opinions out of here. You can edit that part out. I, I said it, you know. We don't, yeah. <laughs> no, no rule for keeping it. <laughs> I'll edit a special copy of this for him and send it to him where you say it. The, <laughs> the published app won't, won't be having it. All right, Nick. Ghost of Tsushima is here. Wait, last PS4 first-party exclusive, to our knowledge, unless, you know, <laughs> they said surprise drops <laughs> live five juries out might happen um how far are you what are your initial I, thoughts i've only played maybe maybe two hours i'm not far into it at all because tim and i were only going to play a couple matches of overwatch and ended up playing it all day the other day you hate to see it you you really do because i think i like game like 20 sr overall what does that mean it's like your skill ranking or something it's like 20 or so, 20 to 30 SR is equal to, like, one win. So over the course of the day, I only gained ground, like, once. Anyway. All right, so you played, how far have you played up to, without saying story spoilers? Did you get past, like, the the intro? Like, are you in the did, open world? Yeah, I did, I, I did the prologue. I did the first two available missions where you go to, uh, is it a spoiler to say the one sensei and then with the woman you meet? I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I hope not. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So I did those first two missions, and I did a lot of uh, open world stuff, went around the different camps. and. What are your initial thoughts? Initially, when I fired up this game, I'm not going to lie to you, I got nauseous, and I felt like I was going to throw up because it did not run well. did not run smoothly at all. Really? Yeah, it it was jarring seeing how stuttery it was, and... It, it honestly was making me sick, and then I have no idea what happened, but then it just started running perfectly fine. That's really so, weird. I mean, I guess yeah. base PS4 is getting oh, near the end. That, he need, was screaming. You say he? Like, <laughs> yeah, he. You're going to need to put him down after <laughs> after this journey through Japan. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, wait, initial thoughts beyond that. When, when, once it's settled. Uh, after it's settled, I'm huge in oh wow this is this is exact because after playing spider-man that's like a checkboxy type game and then i bought far cry 3 so i'm in like the checkboxy mood and this is basically that kind of it is it's like that with with heart yeah so when i first was rolling up on a little village area i saw it said whatever name it was i thought that was pretty cool having a name each area in the world have like a name it makes it feel more lived in, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then it said Mongol territory, 
And I was like, oh, this is sick. So I went and, you know, you clear it out. And then it's yours and you can fast travel there. I didn't realize that until after the fact. But I love games where you can just do that and clear out little camps. I Even in Horizon, like, I love doing the bandit camps. Because you can just get all the headshots and it just, it's very satisfying. So that kind of thing really uh, is in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I feel like it's in the same kind of conversation as Horizon, but to me, I'm I'm halfway through the game probably. Eh, I'm in Act Two. I don't know. They're probably probably like a third or or so through. So like thirty percent, forty percent through the main story. But I've also done it. I played a ton. Done a lot of the side stuff, a lot of the side quests and the exploration stuff. I love it as well. I think what you're saying is, is spot on with the whole checkbox attitude that it takes, but I think what differentiates it is the the world and the kind of dedication to the cinematic experience, the music, the way it's presented. A lot of the cutscenes are very stylish, very like they got a lot of swagger to them. You I can, love how cinematic it is. Yeah, definitely. So far. You you can tell it's a labor of love and that type of stuff really puts what could be a formulaic formula a formulaic formula forward <laughs> a bit versus just like the generic Far Cry's or Assassin's Creeds, which I do like a lot, but this I think the craftsmanship on display here pushes it forward a lot. And I think it blows Sucker Punch's current gen offerings out of the water. Like it's 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 crazy to me to to play this game and know that it's the same developers that made Infamous First Light and Second Son, which I think are their weakest games by far. And I'm very excited to see where they go from here because I think this is is benchmark stuff for them. And I do have some reservations on it. There's definitely some things, basically nitpicks, but some weird things. Like there are, like I said earlier, there's like auto fail stealth missions. There, there's missions where you have to tail people, and it'll like it, like really early Assassin's Creed energy where it'll be like you're losing them, and you're just not like you're like a few feet, and like <laughs> and the stealth mechanics are not good at all especially after playing last of us 2 which even then i think there was a lot of finicky shit going on but they're in the whole scheme of things they're pretty oh another thing is like uh if you wander too far off from a mission it'll fail it which i think is really stupid i did notice it says like you're distancing yourself from the tail yeah it's like return to the tail area i don't like that that especially with how everything else is such like firing on all cylinders it feels very jarring when those types of moments pop up. But like in the whole scheme of things, it's super rare. It's not like these quibbles are happening every mission or something. And I really, really like the combat. And I'm surprised how much I do because it's a fine line of like the Dark Soulsy parrying and dodging in conjunction with something like Batman Arkham or middle earth where it's or the early assassin's creeds where it's a little easier and you could take on like a bunch of guys and that gets yeah. that's even further the, the further you get and the more you upgrade your stuff like you can fight a ton of people at once but at the same time it's never like actually like easy which i like a lot like there is a 
attention that you need to pay to the different enemies and the different stances and all that. But like once you get in a groove, like you can take out so many people and it's really, really satisfying. And so far it has not gotten repetitive, even though I think more or less every single level ends up with you in samurai fights. But I think that they've done a very great that's the, job. That's of, the point of the game, isn't it? Well, you know what I mean? Like every single, <laughs> basically everything is a fight. Like there's not, I mean, there's some situations where you can approach stealthily or whatever, but there's no MJ missions, you know, there's nothing to, there's no attempt to break up what could be, what could end up being monotonous. And I think that that is a testament to how strong the world and the combat are, that it, it sort of feels diverse on its own versus the game forcing different storylines or forcing different level structures or whatever to try and make its own organic or inorganic sense of gameplay diversity. One thing that I found interesting when I first started playing is that there is no lock-on system. Like, there is traditionally in most, like, of those Souls-type combat games. So, at first I was hesitant to like that but after a little bit of fighting and a little bit more getting more in depth into the story stuff it really makes for some great looking pieces Mm -hmm. not set pieces but like the way you can fight someone on your right and then a guy will approach you from like your back left and your character can turn without the camera moving necessarily and it looks like a poster or like you're watching a movie yeah at first i thought that was definitely a big oversight but i agree the longer you play it, it, it rarely ever is an issue. Yeah, once you get used to it, it's fine. At first, I was like, this is the strangest choice. But yeah, you yeah. definitely, it rarely, there are times where, like, if you're in a corner or something, the camera can totally mess up everything. But not yeah. not often. Uh, I would say, like, it's probably only happened to me, like, two or three times. Uh, there is some some janky like animations and some glitchy shit that I've I've seen, but that's kind of par for the course for open world experiences. Um, I don't know how much you can say because you're not as far as I am. But what do you think of the story so far? Any thoughts? I like it so far. Even early on, you could tell that you have to make a choice as Jin to continue your traditional samurai ways, or you have to adapt and do uh, the ghost. Yeah, do the ghost ways the ghost path not path but use their techniques that are not something that would be done by samurai overall and you have to because well i mean i i feel like i have to because samurai lost the first battle in the game and you're one of the only ones left so you have to adapt you have to overcome even if it's against your your traditional training yeah, I think the story is is fine so far. I'm not blown away by it, but I think it's good enough that I'm interested. But in a way, it sounds really stupid and like not a, a, a good thing. But like, I'm I'm almost glad that I'm not hooked on the story, like in the sense that I need to do the next mission, and I, I'm sure it'll change as it goes on. But it's nice to just like do a story mission and then just like fuck off and like make haikus for an hour you know what I mean? <laughs> just to like do like these random side things because usually i get to a point in the main story where i'm just just so like interested like red dead or something where i just like i completely stopped doing any of the side stuff just because i was so invested yeah. in the main story 
And it's nice because the world is so awesome to be able to have that sense of like tranquility and being able to just kind of get invested in the world more so than the main story. I do also really like how, and I'm not even sure if you would have even experienced this yet, but after you do the first few story missions and you meet some of these characters, they all have their like own stories that you can do. So it's like side quests, but it's specifically for that person. And they have like one objective per thing. And so they get like their own little side arc that you go on with them, which is really cool. In addition to the generic, like, Oh, the Mongols are attacking my village. Come help. Like those types of one off side quests. Yeah. So it's cool to have that option to kind of flesh out the relationships with the side characters more, which is like a mass effect type of approach. But I don't think, yeah, I don't, especially coming off of last of us, which is like such an emphasis on the story. I don't think there's particularly so far. I don't think it's a knockout story or anything, even compared to the, a lot of sucker punches, other games. Um, this is not me kidding. Like I, I really do think Sly Cooper has great stories and infamous one and two have really great stories, but it's a different approach because these are definitely very, this game is ghost is very self serious and very honorable and like respectful of, of the genre which it's borrowing from where i think sly cooper and infamous are a lot more cheeky and like jokey and kind of playing around with tropes and there's a lot more nonsense going on in those games obviously a sci-fi horror fantasy crap which is like completely absent from this game more or less except for like things that are hinted at in certain side quests but but uh, yeah overall i think it's excellent I'm very excited to continue playing it and platinum it, hopefully. I think it's a nice uh, end of the generation game. Yeah, swan song, if you will. Yeah, swan song, that's the word. <laughs> Glad you're here, not Murph. Whoa. <laughs> and you can chop bamboo, you know? Yeah, that is pretty cool. Got anything else you want to say? What did you name your horse? I, uh, knowing about the ghost timeline, I did the very generic black horse and name them kage yeah me too shadow wow look at us (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought i feel like that's probably a pretty like generic (laughs) connection (laughs) this one's dark i'm gonna call it shadow murph named his sora some sort of kingdom hearts fanboy over there you know wow has he even played those games no he didn't name it that because of that at least i don't think so i think he just probably liked the name I was going to say he's a poser. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, come on, <laughs> naturally. One thing I did want to bring up about the game before we uh, close up shop here is that it the map seems huge. I don't know, because I've only explored a little bit, and there's, like, multiple sections, multiple islands. I don't know. Yeah, I don't if know actually... if you can even go. I, I don't think you can just go up. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm in Act 2, so I'm one. Like, I have the second part of the island unlocked. But I don't, I don't, I didn't try, but I don't even think you can just go. Like, I think you have to be really. a certain part of the story to go that far. But I might be wrong. That's fine either way, but th- it is cool how big it is and yeah. that it is fleshed out the way it is. Yeah, it's very, it, especially when you contrast it specifically with Horizon. And, like, obviously these games are three years apart, but the the amount of stuff in the world is, is significant compared to Horizon. And even today is oh, gone. Yeah. Where there's a lot more to see and a lot more to do. Not just, like, collectibles and, and side quests. And even like, if you want to compare it to Breath of the Wild, like, 
Breath of the Wild is open, but there is nothing. It's mostly you just messing around with like the physics of the game. But this is actually filled up and Murph is not gonna like that. Lived in. Yeah, he doesn't have to. I would just say stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. I haven't I haven't right. played enough of, of Breath of the Wild really to know. So I mean I loved it when I played it, but it is empty. Isn't the whole point to explore stuff? Yeah, but I mean comparatively to this game especially, it's it's barren. It's yeah, a wasteland yeah. out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that is and the, the the environments are so well varied too. And there's so many that just regardless of what the, like what you're doing look so cinematic and there's an attention to detail in the art design that's really really strong and i got i really am impressed with sucker punch overall that oh they also figured out swimming oh yeah that's something 100%. <laughs> thank god first time ever in a sucker punch game you can swim or at least i don't know if they've made games before sly cooper i feel like they must have but you can't swim in any of those games or the infamous games so congrats they figured it out you'll love to see it it's not really like an important feature, but it was one of the first things I did <laughs> just because I wanted to see if, you know, we'd gotten to that point. That would be amazing if they still like everything else is so proficient <laughs> and it's just like you jump in the water and he just just stands there and it's like press X to return to the shore. One of the things that I also found interesting was the flute that changes the weather. Yeah, I didn't wait. That's really cool because they don't even tell you that. At least I didn't notice it. I do. think I I think I found that when I was reading the item or like the descriptions of things in the menu, because a, a lot of times I don't like to play in the rain. In most games, I don't know. Yeah, you're scared I, of water. I, yeah, I am scared of sky water. It's not <laughs> supposed to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like when a game is like sunnier or brighter and stuff. So, you know, it's a nice little touch lets you control the weather a little bit. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool little little thing. There's a lot of stuff like that. Apparently, and I haven't done this, but apparently, you, if you bow at random stuff, like because you can bow with the swipe, yeah. apparently, like that triggers like random events and stuff. If you bow at certain things, which is cool. There, I stumbled upon a like little shrine, and it had a like a sign posted there, and it had the bowing symbol on, it, and I did it. And nothing happened, so I don't know if maybe that was... if you had to get all the way to the end of the shrine. I mean, it was like in a village, kind of. And it was like off to the side. It wasn't like a shrine shrine. Have you done any um mythic side quests? No, I haven't. Those are really fun and there's a lot anytime there's a duel in this game, I don't know if you've gotten to that yet. Really, really cool stuff. It's like basically just boss fights, but they're staged in really cinematic ways and the music is always swelling and your swords clash. It's it's really, really well done. I like the standoffs too. Yeah, that's really satisfying. I was doing. I was playing last night for a little bit, and I was super tired, and I was doing awful on those. <laughs> like, I was missing every <laughs> single one of them. Like, oh, I love some of the things he says when he approaches. He'll just be like, one of them, he just goes, "Hey, hey, yeah." yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> that's a call to battle. If you hear somebody in the distance saying, "Hey," but yeah, I, I think overall, it's, it seems to be a very, very, very polished and complete product. I'm looking forward to see what Sucker Punch can do in the future, both gameplay presentation-wise and storytelling-wise, because I am interested to see how the story ends, but I just don't think it's terrific as of yet. I think it's well done, um, but not you know in in the talks of Red Dead or Last of Us or even God of War. But 
Uh, love the game. One of my favorites of the year. And I'm looking forward to continue playing it. Where would you say it stands on your like top three games of the year? Is it in there? Oh, God. Let me think. I don't even know. I'd have to... I gotta get a list or something and look at it. Do a little compare and contrast. It'd be up there. Probably, it's me. probably yeah. It's probably pushing it though. If, even if it's not, probably be three for me. Final Fantasy and Last of Us. Last of Us is definitely one for me. Uh, just yeah. in terms of like a singular experience that I'll never forget, regardless of objectivity. Just it was wild, a wild ride. And but I do think this is is on my upper echelon of PS4 exclusives. I'm very surprised how much how like I knew I was gonna like it, but I'm very surprised how much. I like it and how much there is to see and do and it really just feels yeah. like a labor of love to the entire samurai genre and era and all that stuff. It's it's very, very good. Big in from me so far. It's a big in from me. I it might be number three on my list. What would be right now? one and two, Animal Crossing? Yeah, I was gonna have Animal Crossing above it. So Last of Us Two, Animal Crossing, then probably this. Are you gonna play Final Fantasy Seven or are you a coward? Probably gonna be a coward, yeah, that's, but that's fair. At least you admit it. You know, no honor. When is uh Ubisoft gonna Ubisoft Ubisoft? However you want to say it. When is Ubisoft gonna be releasing Gods and Monsters? Because that game looked good to me at the E3 where they showed it a couple years ago or a year ago. Um, probably next year. There's no way if they do it this year, they're they hate themselves. <laughs> they're madmen. Yeah, they're they're out. Madmen. Good show. Shout out to Don Draper. And another piece of news that I saw today is that Rocket League is going to be free to play from moving forward. I don't know when exactly it takes it that goes into effect, but it's going to be free to play. Um, and then I there was stuff about people that have bought stuff so far. You get like whatever credits pass. I don't know, but it's interesting. I'm surprised that they haven't done that earlier, honestly. Or well, made now, a or made now, a sequel. Now uh, Epic owns it, right? So they're they're all about that. Is that is that new that they bought them? No, nah, that happened. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like they a while ago, but yeah, about time. I don't think I bought it though. I got it when it was free. Yeah, it was free for PS Plus. Yeah. When I think that, what a good PS Plus game to come out of the gate with, like yeah. So I like had absolutely there was no hype around it at all. Like I was like, what is this? <laughs> I started playing it like the seasons. Car soccer. Ho-ho. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sounds like a funny idea, I guess. And then I started playing. I was like, oh, this is great. Shout out Rocket League, one of the one of the great games of the generation. You know which game I I wish lasted longer, had a longer lifespan. Disc Jam. Yes. Yeah. I was nasty at that game. I don't think it had a lifespan outside of our friend group for like a month, but it was like whenever, whatever break it was, was it winter break, summer break that we came home? I played online a lot, and I don't know if I lost. Like I, I was really good at it for some reason. It was probably winter. No, that game was great. I want more like that type of shit. I can't. I just can't get into a lot of the standard multiplayer games. There's just too many of them. They're all the same to me. That's why Rocket League. I was obsessed with Rocket League for like a long time after it came out. Yeah. I'm not big into it anymore, but still, used to be good at that too. I was really good for a while, and I'm tra- absolutely trash now. Yeah, I just resort much. to to talking smack in the chat. That's the best part. But yeah. That'll be a fun episode. Best games of the generation. People will be oh, going yeah. at each other's throats. Murph, yeah. Murph's gonna come in here with some stinkers. <laughs> I'm gonna come in here with Sly Three, even though it's not eligible by two generations. 
<laughs> Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, I mean, does that count? Probably not. Nah, I mean, nah, it didn't come out this time. Oh, I still haven't platinum that, by the way. Really? Have you tried? Have you? Uh, I stopped trying, and it's a really dumb reason, but my next my next trophy is the 25th it'll be my 25th platinum and i'm like do i really want that to be my 20 like that seems like a disingenuous move so i think i might wait interesting well, i hope you get it because yeah but i also i'm not convinced that it will even work because it was i had it my ps5 ps5 <laughs> that's, how de- got one. that's how desperate <laughs> i am I, I built a ps5 no i had my ps4 running for quite some time and it was it was not about the life so and I figured I'd give it a break before Ghost came out, and now I've been playing Ghost. So I guess I could leave it on during the day while I work, but yeah, I don't want to do that. Poor guy. I worked hard to get you those trophies, so I want I want to see you get the plot. Yeah, you did. That was like if like your mom makes your little brother come with you to something. That was like you <laughs> playing that game with me. Hey, okay, go do this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what what is this? I still have no handle on how anything in that game works after what must have been at least 10 hours playing with you. It takes years and years. I used to watch so many Minecraft YouTube videos when I was not younger. (laughs) It's really like another language. Yeah, it is. I'm not fluent. Let's just leave it at that. I don't know what is going on in that. Music's fire, though. Oh yeah, that's something. I could at least give it that. It's and, a good party and, jacket, and, I, and I'm a good dog, uh, dog wrangler or wolf wrangler, mm-hmm. whatever I was doing. I had a lot of a lot of children. We've gotten a little bit off track here. That anything? Any any last minute thoughts on Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, I'm probably gonna go play it after this. If you are gonna hop on the party chat, I'll be on at some point. I don't know if it'll be. It might be like later, but I'll be on. Dang. All right. At least within the next hour or so. But I got to eat right. and all that stuff. Where can they yes, find so. us, Nick? They can find us on Twitter at PseudoLittleCast. They can find us on Instagram at PseudoLittlePod. They can check out our YouTube channel to watch the videos that Brian uploads most of the time. Uh, they're always up, but <laughs> there's no guarantee one they'll be up. They're up there, though, in case you I uploaded. Forget, I uploaded the, the first impressions and the spoiler cast for The Last of Us 2 at the same time. <laughs> Oh yeah, give give the audience some variety. We all have our fault. We all have our faults. Yeah, truly. Um, that about wraps it up, I think, Bry. All right. Thanks for joining me in a mirthless episode. The hole in my heart is is apparent, but you know we got through. Only a few. I do. Only a few tears. A few tears, and a few a few coopers. So, all right. Adios. Bye. Motorcycles help. So what are your, oh wait, Mad Max is happening. I'm on borrowed time.